This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1555. Connect grammar to reality in English with this tactic. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. And to get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try our iOS app. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses. Today, we talk about how to understand a lot of tense changes in conversations, get a strategy for how to improve this, and dive deep into grammar today. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? Hey, Michelle. It's great to be on the mic with you. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. What about you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be doing this episode today. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be super useful. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for our listeners today. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I love it when we do episodes that are just so clearly so important for our listeners, right? Like you guys are at that intermediate to advanced level and you want to move up to the advanced to fluent level. Right. We know that's where you are. And these skills that we're going to talk about today, right? Things like tracking tech. Tenses, mm -hmm. that's one key thing that you need to oh master to move to that native fluent level. Right, Michelle? Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness, for sure. I mean, sometimes it can be hard even to remember to stay in one tense, right? <laughs> and when all of a sudden things start switching all over the place, then it can it can get a little bit crazy. But I mean, Lindsay, do people switch tenses a lot? Oh, my talking? gosh. Do they? Do they? Yes, of course they do. Of oh course, right? Because guys, and that's why we're so kind of against textbook learning, yeah. right? Because any textbook at the back of the book, you flip to the back, you can yeah. find all yeah. those perfect 
grammar tenses, right? Past perfect, present perfect, simple past. But the reality is natives don't stay in one tense throughout the whole conversation. And they also don't always do, when they do conditionals, for example, they don't do both sides of the conditional, the if and the would. They take one side and then they mix it with a simple past and all these other things. And it can feel like chaos, but we're here today to make it feel more comfortable, guys. Absolutely. I love it. So yeah, I mean, I think that this can be very confusing. I mean, I've been told by students that it's frustrating listening to conversations where people are changing tenses all the time. But again, this is this is natural. You know, this is part (laughs) of natural conversations, especially when, you know, you're comparing uh one you know example is when you're comparing the way something was in the past to the way mm-hmm. it is now. So that's actually a context mm-hmm. that we're going to be talking about. Um, and that's, you know, it can be useful even to think about specific situations where you might do this. So this is really also talking about this situation where you're comparing past and present. Yeah. So how things were versus how they are now. So that's really cool. And so that's why we want to let you guys know. I mean, today's episode is going to give you a little sneak peek into a program that we had have called Conversations and Coffee. What is this program all about, Michelle? Okay. Well, this is so much fun. (laughs) I love it. Um, So it's groups of not two speakers, right, guys? You get that on the podcast. You know, that's what you're used to hearing two speakers. Um, But this is three or four speakers. So uh, and it's including, you know, myself and Lindsay, Jessica, Aubrey, right? It's some some combination of us. Um, Mm -hmm. So guys, it's totally different when you're listening to more than two speakers at once, right, Lindsay? Oh, yeah. I mean, it adds layers of complexity exponentially, right? When you have two speakers, it's complex. But three is three times more complex. And four is six times more complex. <laughs> when it co- you know, I like my, my math there. Right? Yeah, there, that's good. It's it's true. I mean, it, and it can yeah. really leave us if, you know, and I experienced this in Spanish. I remember sitting on a beach in Colombia and being surrounded by native Spanish speakers from Spain, from Colombia, from Ecuador. And I just really wanted more than anything to connect with them, like enjoy the campfire, have some drinks together and just enjoy making jokes. But I just couldn't do it. I could do it one on one, but I couldn't do it in that context. Mm, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, so guys, I mean, this is this is super helpful. I mean, these are fast fast conversations, right? We are not (laughs) slowing it down. They're on fun topics. So super interesting. Mm -hmm. So Lindsay, Mm -hmm. where can our listeners go to get in on that? Yeah, I mean, right now in a few minutes, you guys will hear just a tiny clip of what these lessons sound like. But to sign up right now, it's a subscription program. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fast and sign up. You'll get a new fast listening lesson and quiz every Wednesday by email. So good. So good. Perfect. All right. So guys, so, okay, like I said, if you're listening to a conversation and you start to hear people talking about how things were and how they are now, you know, mm-hmm. that might be a uh, opportunity for, I mean, and that's a common thing people talk about. I mean, probably every day you can kind of compare things to the past, whether you realize it or not. All the time, all the time. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to start to think, okay, ding, 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 like, there's probably gonna be a lot of tense changes here. I mean, in any conversation, really, but this is one kind of context where it happens. Um, so this is one example. So we're going to talk about some, you know, strategies uh, that mm-hmm. we can use to guide ourselves through all these pesky tense changes uh, <laughs> pesky when tense practicing changes. our listening skills. <laughs> and that's a good bonus for our listeners today in terms of pesky. vocabulary. What does pesky mean? That's such a good word. Pesky. 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 It's kind of like annoying, irritating. It's like, yeah. ugh, man. <laughs> 
Exactly. That's what I would say too. So guys, write that word down. That's a good one. But today we're not really talking about vocab, getting into grammar instead. So what would be the first tip? I mean, how can we prepare our brains for the fact that these tenses are going to change around? Exactly. So I mean, you have to, like you said, prepare your brain and consider Mm -hmm. what is being discussed. So is it a story about the past? Is someone going to relate the past to the present? Or maybe someone's sharing the future and comparing it to, the, to today, right? Yeah. So once you kind of have an idea, like, think to yourself, if somebody's telling you a story or having a conversation, just take a quick second and think to yourself, like, when are we talking about? And is it possible? Mm-hmm. Like, why would tenses change, right? Why, oh uh, like, and also just recognize that they do change, right? Just to be aware of it mm-hmm. is already, you know, step one. So don't only listen for one tense. Start to listen to multiple examples and, you know, start to spot the changes because they're everywhere. I mean, literally you turn on anything right now. Yeah. <laughs> except maybe in an English textbook, right? right. Um, like except the audio, that. the CD or whatever. Like, right. um, but anywhere else, I think you'll hear these changes. Yeah, that's why we have to expose at your level. You guys have to have exposure to real English, right? I mean, so that's it, Michelle. I love this. This is the powers of prediction. And it is so important. Any brain scientist or linguist will tell you that this is how we learn. This is how we absorb information when we know what's coming. So we know what the topic's going to be before we go into it. And then we predict, okay, what tense do I think they're going to be using or what tenses rather? I love that. That's the first step. Totally. Exactly. All right. So guys, soon you are going to hear a clip uh, Mm -hmm. of an example. So but first, we're going to go over a a four step strategy here. Okay. Uh, Well, it's really three for listening and then one for speaking. So (laughs) the first thing is when you are listening, uh, you could listen one or two times, write down some of the verbs you hear. It's going to be fast, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And after you listen once or twice, if you want, take a look at your list. Again, you don't need to get Every single verb used, right? Right. Maybe you can get three or five or any amount that you feel comfortable. And try and like write them down. And then when you're done listening, try and just do a little memory trick and see if you can remember what was said with these Mm. verbs. And then think Mm -hmm. why, you know, did we whoever is speaking why was that verb used right so see if you can kind of just jog your memory oh what was it that they said so this involves a little bit of note taking Lindsay, what do you think yeah, you know what I like about this step, Michelle, is that it connects the grammar to the reality, to the right. actual real life stuff, right? That's the good stuff. That's what we connect on, guys. And that's always our goal. So instead of just studying these verbs in isolation, like that's what we do in the classroom. That's what you've already been doing. And it doesn't work, <laughs> right? Fair to yeah. say. Now let's look at those verbs in the context of why do we use it? What are we trying to say? What's going to be said next? Let's connect it to reality. So good. That, oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. Connect it to reality. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's so true. It's not simply just I'm listening for the verbs, right? Yeah. It's how do they relate to the context? What's going mm-hmm. on here, right? Yeah. And then the I second thing is to listen again and check yourself, right? Listen yourself. and w- were you correct, right? And okay. the third step is to, I mean, this involves a lot of, you know, you might want to listen to something a few times. Um, yeah. Listen once more. And then now is the time to Instead, the you know, the first step is more about, you know, a little bit of why, right? Or what was said, more about what? your memory. Um, yeah. But now you're going to really, really reflect on it and connect it to what you know 
about the Mm -hmm. English language and what you know about the story. And this is kind of the most important step because you're really tying everything together. Right, Mm -hmm. Lindsay? Yeah. So this is kind of the why, right? Like you said, so the first one was the what, this is the why then that that does make sense, right? So we do it in uh, isolation, we kind of isolate this. And now why would we be talking about these changes, right? What are we trying to say about our lives? You know, and we'll tell you what the topic's going to be in just a minute here, guys. So we're going to hear it in just a second. So good. Okay. And then step four, which we can talk more about later is try telling your own story, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. a similar idea, maybe you want to compare something about the past to now and try your goal is to tell a one-minute story. Maybe you want to record yourself. Try and change your tense, your tenses at least three times. Make that a goal. Yeah, and I wonder if we want to do, like, write a question for ourselves. And again, you know, you can practice this with a native speaker, with a teacher, or just with yourself in the beginning, and that's totally fine. But write yourself a question, right, similar to what you heard being talked about, and then maybe change the question to make the answer a different tense or different tenses. What do you think? Yeah, I love that. I love that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, like we said, this strategy allows you to focus, it tests your memory skills, it lets Mm -hmm. you reflect and adapt, and really think about your listening and speaking for the future. Yes. Okay. So in this clip that we're going to play in just a minute, Michelle, what are we talking about? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, well, uh, well, we were talking about the 1990s and relating mm. it to today. So in this <laughs> little clip, uh, it's you and Aubrey, um, a little piece of the conversation. Um, yeah. So guys, definitely, you know, follow this strategy. We're about to play the clip. Um, and, you know, we really get into a lot of, um, you know, photos, actually, and having photos on the phones and things like that, yearbook photos. So, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So should we play the clip? Yeah, let's go ahead and play the clip, and then we'll be right back to break this all down into these verb tenses, guys. Let's go ahead. Here we go. All right. I just kind of miss the pace of things being so yeah. slow. Like, yeah. things were just so much slower when we didn't have phones in our hands all the time. Just totally. the way things just happen gradually and at a normal pace. Now, it feels like everything is like a thousand miles an hour, yeah. you know? Yeah. I would not have wanted as a teenager to have to see photos of myself all the time. Like we had to get photos printed and we didn't have, you know, you know, cameras on our phones. So we just didn't take very many photos ourselves. Like I feel like the yearbook photo was the only one I would see all year, maybe a few other photos. And I loved that. I loved Mm -hmm. not having to worry about my appearance, (laughs) you know, not being photo ready all the time. Mm -hmm. And my kids think about that way more than they should have Mm. to because they never know when someone's going to snap a picture of them and immediately post it on Instagram. So, Michelle, um, that was a pretty cool clip. I love that for this program, Conversations and Coffee, we always choose topics that we all are really excited about. So people are talking over each other. They're talking fast. They're getting into it, right? Absolutely. No, I know. I love that. That's, I mean, we wouldn't do it otherwise, right? We're not going to do boring topics. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Um, So, okay. So guys, remember, you should have been writing down, taking some notes, some of the verbs. So we are going to now talk through the conversation uh, and go through some of this exercise. So let's, let's start it off. Lindsay, you spoke a little bit in the beginning. What, what did you say? 
Yeah, I said, so again, we're talking about uh, cell phones and the pace of life, right? So Mm -hmm. I said, I just kind of miss the pace of things being so slow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So you miss something in the present, right? You miss something. It's what you miss was in the past, right? Mm -hmm. But you miss it now. I miss it now. So I'm not using the past tense there. At a bonus vocab, we'll talk about kind of, adding kind of in another episode, or maybe we did Mm -hmm. before. I'm not sure. Probably. (laughs) You guys have to go through all of our archives of previous episodes. But yeah, so I'm saying that in the present. So that's simple, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you say things were, now, and now you switch it, right? So you kind of opened it with the now you miss it. And then you said things were so, mu- so much slower. We didn't have phones. Things yeah. happened gradually, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, you went into the past. So this was, you know, something that you currently miss, opening yes. it up by saying, I miss this, and then using the past to talk about how things were, to elaborate on it. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And I use just a lot. Sorry to keep coming back to vocab. I no, like that no. we're talking about grammar today, but just noting things we could do future episodes on. I used a lot of just here. Mm. Um, so yeah, I said things were so much slower. We didn't have phones in our hands all the time. So that time I did stay consistent, right? In my in my past tense use there, right? But right. it's about Let's, to get crazy. <laughs> it's about to get crazy because now what are you going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? I am going to change. I'm going to go back to the present. Yeah. Right. And then where am I going, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to say now it feels right. So you say now it feels like. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of go back to the present because you're comparing it. Mm. Right. Yeah. And I said, now it feels like everything is like a a thousand miles an hour, you know? Right. So yeah. So I've gone from present, how I feel now, I just miss, to the past, things were so much slower, to now, again, it feels like everything is. So I've gone back and forth in my statements. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, yeah, you would note she's comparing something. So she's going to change it up depending on what she's talking about. Yeah, now we're really going to level up for our super advanced listeners here. When Aubrey chimes in, it gets even more complex with grammar switches. Right, Michelle? (laughs) Exactly. So we get into conditionals here. So Aubrey says, I would not have wanted as a teenager to have to see photos of myself all the time. Right? So I would Mm. not have wanted, right? That seems so weird because it seems like we're using a conditional, like maybe the third conditional, Mm -hmm. right? But we're dropping off. The other, where's the other half of it? Like I don't know, it disappeared. No, you know, you know, we don't always need to use it. We can use half of the conditional, right? I would not have wanted. This is an imagined situation in the past. It's over, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. she she couldn't have done that, right? Yeah, exactly. So like something like if I had had a phone as a teenager, I wouldn't have wanted to see photos of myself all the time. That's really what she's saying. But we don't have time to say those things. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We're moving. We're moving it along. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's a that's a really important key, key little tip over there um, that sometimes you can use just I would not have wanted something. Right. Yeah. Um, And now she moves into the past. We had to get photos. We didn't have cameras on our phones. We just, just didn't take very many photos. Do you want to get better at listening and understanding when you're in a group of fast native speakers talking on top of each other? They use slang, weird vocab. They don't finish their sentences and they change topics all of the time. This will take you to the next level. Join Conversations and Coffee for weekly fast listening quizzes from All Ears English. 
Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fast. See you there. Okay, so, so she's going from the imaginary past, right, that third mm-hmm. conditional to the simple past telling about her direct experience. Is that right, Michelle? Is that what's going exactly, on? Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, mm-hmm. right, she's, yeah, she's sharing more about, you know, her story. Um, mm-hmm. And then she said, I feel like, and this is interesting, I mm-hmm. feel like, right, that's present. That's present, because right now, that's how I feel. And then I feel like the yearbook photo was the only one I would see all year. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I would see all year. So we kind of, yeah, I feel like it was, right? And and then mm-hmm. she says, and I loved that. Okay, so now, <laughs> so she feels like something, and then she talks about the past, right? Yeah, and here we're using would to describe a habit. And guys, don't get overwhelmed. You know, we're going to do more grammar episodes on each of these pieces, right? For example, I the only one I would see all year reporting a habit in the past or a regular occurring thing, right? Michelle, that's a good one too, right? Oh, oh exactly, exactly. So yeah, she mm-hmm. said, I loved that. I loved not having to, not to have to worry about my appearance not being photo ready. Um, but and then but then she says, and my kids think about that way more than they should have to. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I could see how our listeners could get confused because now they're hearing my kids think about that. That's a present tense. But yeah, more than they should have to that could feel like a conditional, but it's not right more than they no, should have not. to like the, the imperative right to have right. to to mu- you must right. right? Exactly. Yes. yes. And then mm. they never know when someone's going to, right, going to for the future um, yep. and immediately post it on Instagram. So we're like, we're really moving. I mean, yeah. even in wow. one sentence, just one sentence is full of it, right? Yeah. So Opry really showed us a super example, a super, super fantastic example of just how natives move between those tenses, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, oh my gosh, we really... We really went deep into the grammar on this one. And guys, you know, you don't have to get stressed out by this. Um, we have this strategy. You don't have to focus on every single verb, right? You know, p- mm-hmm. look for a few, you know, really focus on the context, what you're about to hear, you know, use your predictive power and then, uh, you yeah. know, start to analyze it a little bit. I love it. So good. I mean, follow these steps, guys. You know, definitely join our program. First of all, that's what you want to do to get more of these conversations because it really is super realistic what we talk about. It's fast, natural, lots of tense changes and really what you need. So go ahead and opt in for that. Go to allearsenglish.com slash fast and then follow steps like these, you know, take quizzes, learn vocabulary and get ready for this real English. Right, Michelle? Exactly, exactly. Guys, you know, don't get hung up on tense changes. Don't worry about it. But it's something that you really that it is important. And they're a natural part of conversation. So think of like the overall points of the conversation rather than yeah, it's good when you practice to really zero in on it and analyze it. But when you're listening, maybe in a real situation, you're not practicing really you know, really focus on like what's being said. I think that's like one of the main takeaways. We do our studying, we do our hard work and we do our practice. And then Mm -hmm. when we go into the real world, we say, okay, I am going to think about what they are saying and what the story is. 
That's a really good point, Michelle. Like we did an episode just a few weeks ago on unclenching, like how to step right. back because we've done yeah. so much preparation. We are ready. And then we can zoom out in a way and we can relax. And then we focus on that connection, but we can only do it if we've done the preparation. And this is the preparation, guys. Okay. Exactly. I was thinking of that one too. So yeah, yeah. Um, guys. And then as we said, take that extra step, do a speaking practice, try it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. So good. All right, Michelle, thanks so much for hanging out today. I'm inspired. I'm excited for our (laughs) listeners to jump into conversations and coffee with All Ears English. And it's going to be good. Guys, go to allearsenglish.com slash fast to sign up. See you there. (laughs) All right. 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 Bye, guys. Bye, Michelle. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.